Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of As for the Best of Us. Uh, Shad, what are we doing here? Well, uh, we are doing an event podcast. This is our first event podcast. Um, it's an 11-part series. Uh, we're taking, uh, we're milking a, a cow called uh, As for the Rest of Us, which mm-hmm. was our band. Yeah. Uh, we did a thing. We back drank in, from it multiple times. Multiple times. Uh, back in 2014, we did a, a weekly uh, song. We did a song every week for the entire year of 2014. Uh, we call it the 52. You can go see it all on SoundCloud. Uh, minus a little bonus uh, song that we won't even be actually covering here called mm-hmm. No Way Noel, our Christmas song, which was actually number 53 anyways. Um, uh, so what we're going to be doing every week is we're going to be going through and we're going to take our songs head to head to determine what is the best as for the rest of a song or the as for the best of us. I have song. to tell you that I do like the fact that we call it an event. It makes me feel like we're like in a comic book timeline. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, we're doing something extra special. It's our kind of uh, halfway through the season thing. We got season one just wrapped up mm-hmm. and we're prepping up season two. But in the this middle our, of this it, is our webisodes. Yeah, these are our webisodes. <laughs> this is our this is our way to go through it. So what we're going to do in uh, round uh, the round, the first uh, set of brackets, I guess you will, is we're just going to kind of we're going to present a song. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the song itself, how it makes us feel, um, kind of what's included in it and and whatnot. And we're going to take those two head to head. We're going to round go through them. There's going to be five rounds in each episode for these first four. Um, and then it'll break up. Uh, we'll kind of let you know as we get into the second stage of the bracket and all that jazz. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you ready to just dive into it? Absolutely. I'm ready for round one. All right. So round one, we have. The terrifying tale of Toby Took and his two left legs. Yes. Versus Until I Scream. Until ice cream. Mm. Absolutely. Until ice cream, you eat your vegetables. <laughs> yes. Until ice cream, you eat all that food. Um, Should we talk about seeded things real quick before we dive into the first round, actually? Do you want to? i just making sure that people know we have songs that we have picked out mm. of those, essentially, that we felt, I guess, you know, kind of needed to be seeded because they're kind of our own personal favorites Absolutely. anyways. Yeah. And they're just kind of like the preferred picked teams. That's true. That's true. There's, uh, there's songs in every kind of area essentially what we did is we broke out the the 52 songs into four quarters and those are kind of their what are those called in sports um brackets bra- or the um like section um category like what's the nfl and the afl oh you're talking about the uh, fuck i can't think of it now that you're talking about <laughs> conference it. yeah the conference yeah, yeah so we've so got, got four conferences, conferences essentially that things yes. are coming from this is essentially you- march madness but with 52 teams yeah. instead of 64 exactly and we had to advance uh some songs into the second bracket or the second round in order to get 52 yes. songs on a bracket 
Um, so yeah, we've got, and everything's broken out into date order. So there are mm-hmm. songs in this episode that, uh, would have been in that first quarter, that first three months of songs that we advanced to the second round. What we advanced in this first quarter is as the world burns, mm-hmm. it eats the clouds Yes, it does. and hell in a handbasket. Helena handbasket yes. is one of my faves. Uh, in second, uh, quarter, we've got the window mm-hmm. into the darkness and blood summer an epic. Uh, we, very, very long song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have The Witch is Dead, Diversional Tactics, and The All Night Battle. I will say, after I looked through most of the SoundCloud listens and streaming things, uh, I was actually surprised to find that one of these songs, or the song actually that I, that when I was going through that, uh, sorry, has the most listens, is The All Night Battle. Really? Yeah. No shit. It actually crept up above uh, as the world burns and wow. some of the others, and I was just like, "Really?" That surprised me mm-hmm. actually, which I it, it didn't know it was like kind of a quote unquote fan favorite with people. Yeah. And then the last quarter, we've got just cause, time stands still, and young kind of dumb. Yeah, heck yeah, awesome. So first round, Toby took and until ice cream. All right, <laughs> all right. So uh, things that stand out for me and Toby took, uh, you know, just sound wise, this is a, a fast paced song. Uh, it's the second song of the 52 as they released, uh, mm-hmm. really kind of showing kind of our our fast kind of almost kind of punk roots, like a cow punk kind of song because we're yeah. in this. We have something on this man, like you had this that folk feel with as the world burns, people might have thought like this is what we can uh, expect from yeah. them. And then all of a sudden you just dip, dip right into like an alt punk yeah. scene type of a, a song. All of a Exactly. Sudden. Um, one of my favorite parts is that we decided to include whistling in mm-hmm. this song. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're whistling my, kind my of piss poor whistles that are in there, <laughs> but we were just like, all right, it's good enough. I couldn't whistle at all. So I was impressed <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, yeah. So this song has, um, a, a lot of cool parts to it. Um, I think this along with probably the first dozen or so songs, we didn't record to a metronome at all. No. Uh, I think we had the drums on one mic, maybe, maybe two if we were lucky. We had. I think I had the two mic We in had face. one that was, I think, that was on when you recorded it. One was specifically on the snare, and then the other one was kind of covering everything else, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, probably overheads. This, and yeah, because I think they had the overhead, and the one that was over by the snare picked up the, at that point in time, the, the drum kick was the, uh, the, uh, the suitcase. Oh yeah, for the first that's uh, why probably the kick's so shitty. That's yeah, right. So probably like the first two quarters actually <laughs> are almost because of using suitcase yeah. versus we just were like oh, I'm just going to bring in more parts of my set <laughs> as it went on because the first initial idea when we started this project was we want to make it as bare bones as possible Absolutely. and have this very raw feeling. And in that sense of raw feeling, we were like, let's make a homemade drum kit kind Absolutely. of a thing. Yeah. So it was literally just snare, no hi hat. Uh, crash ride so that way I could have a ride and okay. a little bit of an accent with the crash. I didn't even have the splash at the first part yet, and we attached the splash eventually. Yeah. But it was just a three-piece kit. Mm-hmm. So that way, whenever you hear at the beginning of, the, of a lot of these songs and stuff, whenever I start playing drums on most of it, most of your stuff has no hi-hat to it at uh-huh. all. It's me just playing rem clicks with the with the snare mm-hmm. because there was no hi-hat to be played. Yeah, and it was just the dobro on the guitar side. I think I yeah. put bass in there. Yeah, uh, just kind of real low in there, just kind of give it a little bit of a backbone, but mm-hmm. it was just a dobro mic on that too. So it was a yeah, you're right, real bare bones. Mm-hmm. Um, got anything else to say about Toby Took? Uh, from this aspect of things, no. I think if if it advances, I'll have a little bit more to probably say about it because I really love 
the story behind it. It was extremely well written. You did a great job with all of these lyrics and stuff. I, I fucking adore your writing. But um, yeah, it, it is just such a goofy, fun, yeah. silly goose good time. I like that we decided to do back and forth vocals on the verses on this song. Yeah, and it it, it made me feel like uh, I think this is what the first time that we did anything like that with mm-hmm. any of them, and it made me start kind of becoming a little bit more comfortable and feeling a little bit easier knowing like maybe I can do harmonies and yeah. I can do this back and forth because we introduced that a couple other times oh, later yeah. on down the road too. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I don't think for Toby Took I don't have anything right now. Until I Scream, uh, this was a... Kind of a, a kind of chill song overall. I remember I I struggled with this song on a regular basis because it was kind of a the register of vocals were real weird for me. Like mm-hmm. um, it was it was high enough to where I couldn't get to another octave, mm-hmm. but I thought it was low enough to where it was kind of a boring song yeah, vocally it, it, for it, me. It, I mean, in general, it's a very I, I, this is uh, to me. I'm pretty sure this is the very first song that we wrote the year prior when we started getting together prior to you think actually this is the first song? I'm pretty sure this is the first one. I always thought that As the World Burns was the first no, song. No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm almost positive this is the first one we really started working on. And I, I distinctly remember it. And after we started doing like As the World Burns and Toby took and other ones as they kind of came into yeah. the fray of things, because we only had like, f- we did like 14 or 15 songs for almost an entire year. Yeah, we just wrote we them and kind of in the practiced spring them and, and practiced them. And then we kind of built on from there. And we was just like, all right, well, we're going to have to keep writing now. Yeah. Because yeah. we got like 15, 16 songs and we have a whole year to fill next year whenever we do this. Yeah. <laughs> so we practiced those. And I distinctly remember this being one of the first ones that you showed to me. And not that it was like a boring song by any means or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it's a lot more ho hum than uh, some of the other ones that we wrote within this first bit. That I mean, you're sense. talking about as the world burns hell in a hand basket and eat eats the clouds are all songs that were in that same That's true. years Absolutely. worth of time for So you have these other ones that are definitely standouts as we've already said, but mm-hmm. um, still it's structured really well. Um, yeah. I, I, I never re- wanted to jack for as much as I disliked the vocal part of it. I never wanted to jack with it. Cause I liked the music part of it mm-hmm. so much. Um, I liked the structure. I liked, the chord structure and the way it sounded and the, how everything blended together. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just be kind of unhappy I, with probably one of, one of the better parts to me vocally is closer toward the end. And I really like the, uh, the actual complete outro as well. Yeah. I like the whole, like playing out and you actually finish out the vocals, the ice cream yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. And how that kind of blends into it and That's whatnot. Yeah. I think it's kind of evident which one we prefer. <laughs> I was getting asked. I was like, so what do you think, Justin? <laughs> but uh, I'm saying Toby Took advances. I got Toby Took as well. Toby Took is going on, and it'll be going against As the World Burns. That is going to be a fucking tough round. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. All right. You want to tell us what the second round is? Second round, we have Coming Back. It's coming back to Versus Speakeasy.
good one too. This is a good one. This is um, good one. I don't know. Coming back. Uh, coming back's a weird one for me. Always, I I remember specifically um, that it had. This was our attempt to. We were coming off of. We had bands, bands, bands. You know, Botch Manifold, Burning this August, one, this Dying is in the, Slow Motion. I don't know why I'm having a brain for it. This is the bang. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to like keep in the back of my head which one. I was like, I think this is the one that starts off with the drums and just the strum. Yeah. So but, yeah. this was, uh, I this think, one, our I first think... attempt to write a bring metal influence into a folk yes. song uh, with the like, ding, 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 ding. That. And then I think that, like it's kind of almost coming off of uh those vocal styles blending in together a little bit as well yeah not that you were like screaming by any means or anything like no, that but, but like I whenever remember, you do like the first yeah. like the first verse, the yes and it's got some weird kind of, some kind of kind of that's it, yeah. almost kind of like uh wavy on the on that that scale because it sounds like it kind of almost doesn't want to blend in with the guitar that's yeah. going on because the guitar is so odd at that <laughs> time. True. So it's like, you're trying to find a way to kind of punch in to fit in with it. And then the chorus kind of brings everything yes. together with yeah. as far as it goes. But yeah, by far my favorite part of this song is that breakdown. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it's, it's the total combination of bringing most of like burning August and, uh, uh, dying in slow motion, slow motion yeah. which were the other, two bands that we did before because i'm sure nobody knows any of this um but those were more metal influenced bands that they kind of brought that flavor kind of back in there to it yeah us. but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I remember rewriting this song multiple times uh i don't know if we we rewrote it or if i had rewritten my parts before we even got to it but i remember struggling with this song on a regular basis yeah uh, that it was just like uh, and but listen to it now i like it i especially like the choruses i always like struggled with but now going back to them, I'm like oh i really like those courses mm-hmm. like they've got this like uh positive vibe to them the the verses are kind of like eerie kind of don't you're right like kind of uncomfortably don't fit together a little bit yeah. and then they come together with this like positive majory kind of again i really like them. i really like the outro to the song again like a, we we had a like a really good punch with a lot of these outros yeah. on these songs and that's a, like going back and listening to them it was like we did really good job writing some of these stuff because i know Closing out songs is a lot uh, is difficult for mm-hmm. a lot of artists. I mean, as you can kind of tell, there are some artists that just kind of do the fade out with certain songs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and they'll just kind of slowly keep playing the same thing over and over again. But you just kind of have this fade out or whatever. But we have pretty much a definitive ending to every single song. Oh yeah, and there yeah. is an outro, and this one has that gradual slow down, that boom, doom, 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 yeah, doom, and it's really really awesome. I yeah, like that kind of feel to it. Absolutely. Um, and speakeasy though has always been one of my favorites, Ooh, dude. I love uh, this. Song. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of this first bracket, it's going to be kind of hard for me to pick between certain songs and stuff because I, I like. There's some ones that I almost wish would have been interchanged with certain yeah uh, seated teams uh-huh. and stuff as well. Almost <laughs> like speakeasy to me could almost just as easily flip the script with it eats the clouds. Yeah, because I like point. them both probably just as evenly, really. And they have the same kind of feel, like. You know, when you write this many songs in a year, some of them seem like, oh, you would put those on the same album together yeah. or you could break those off into their own little band. Uh, yeah, those two seem to fit really well. And not like they're similar, but they have like the same overall feeling. I think a lot them. of those, especially within the next, now that I'm looking at it, like the next four songs, like looking, going down between the the next round and mm-hmm. into E's the Clouds, a lot of those have a very similar pace and feel to yeah. it. 
And um, I really like that because it's not as fast punky like Toby Took is, yeah. but it's that perfect middle ground to show you like, this is really where we're starting to kind of come into our own mm-hmm. as far as like, we're wanting to blend together what you, what we like as far as like folk goes, plus all we, what we also like as mixing like alt and punk and those kind of flavors all together into kind of making this one culminative sound. Yeah. You know? Well, and as going through like their songs, you can tell that they are, for the lack of a better uh, phrasing songs I brought to the table and just said, Hey, let's play the song versus songs that we wrote together. Yeah. And the songs that we wrote together, you can tell because they've got a tightness to them and a vibe to them that are totally different than the ones that I pulled from my songbook because we needed 52 songs. Yes. (laughs) Um, And this is one of them. This is like, this is a song that would have never come out of my songbook, but was like, Here's a riff. Here's an idea, and we just start blending. Yeah, shit I think you, once you get to that quarter four, all of those were all ones that we basically had to write together, and they all have like, especially from like "Keep Moving On" uh-huh. down, like "Viewfinder," yes. "Young Kind of Dumb," "Zig When I Zag." They're all like super fucking tight songs and you can tell like they're what we call bangers yeah it's like you you realize like they've been writing a song every week they've <laughs> they've got their fucking shit together now yeah like, they know how to write a good song absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh how we feel about these i think uh if i'm if i'm easy if i'm picking on the end one speak for you I, yeah these I two agree. Speak. this next round is going to be a fucking difficult though <laughs> really because right. i love both of these like equally almost yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, so next round, round three is Wish I Was. Don't think you're almost there. Versus, ver- versus, versus, versus past falling apart. I'm like a dog out in the wind. Because I don't know what the hell I mean. I don't know why. But I know why. Well, I wish i was let's let's talk about that first so this is the next iteration of back and forth vocal yeah this is our next this back is and the forth. next back and forth and uh featuring a lot more back and forth and <laughs> as in it's the entire song <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things where like i remember writing the the, vo- the lyrics for it specifically and overwrote uh which i tend to do like yeah, if you if you look at my style of writing lyrics is like there's no you can tell that I don't know how to solo because like there's no room for any extra guitar. It's like rhythm, drums, and then a bunch of words. I was actually just uh, co-writing a song with Thomas uh, yeah. earlier this week. We were writing a, an original "The Can't Get Right" song, mm-hmm. um, and I he sent me some riffs and I wrote lyrics on it, and it's just jam packed. I wrote like three verses and like two different choruses, and he's like, "Okay, let's trim this up." <laughs> And it, I was it like, turned into a blood summer. He, uh, yeah, he, he does. He was a really good collaborative partner. And to say like, don't let's not do this line. <laughs> <laughs> but in this song, we, instead of 
making it a mouthful, we decided to do a trade-off. Yes. Uh, I do a line, you do a line, I do a line. It worked out too what very, very well because it came out to the point where it almost plays off like a, like a weird Johnny Cash song <laughs> that ended up coming punk with like the yeah. chorus and stuff. You know what I mean? It's but our to Jackson. Me, it's, 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 it sounds like, yeah, it's 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 uh, I'm June. <laughs> yes. You're John. <laughs> yeah, it is our Jackson. That's a good point. That's an absolutely good point. And I love we did uh spoons in this yes. song. Spoons clapping. Uh-huh. I don't think any whistles, thank God. Uh <laughs> Uh, I wish that we would have, you could tell though, we were talking about how good we, how tight, not good. That's we're awfully fluffing ourselves, uh, but how tight we got on the back half of the, these songs uh, when writing. But one thing we didn't do as much, I don't think is as much vocal trade-off because there was a lot of work that was involved in figuring that out. And we just didn't have the time for it. But when we were able to do it, I thought we nailed it. Like this song Absolutely. Was, was like, yeah, Whoo. but you can also tell though, like coming closer toward what would be the tail end of um, the second quarter leading into this uh-huh. one, our harmonies started getting sp- significantly mm. tighter to the point to where now, if we were to play even first quarter songs, whenever we would practice after, you yeah. know, like for the next couple of years and just writing kind of mm-hmm. other songs as, as time went on, just yeah. not releasing them, but the other songs and stuff and kind of reinventing it with the harmonies and stuff and even re-singing parts like, like just cause, you know how it has like the new flavor. Of I just made a cause. note of that, that yeah. I thought that that was originally in the recording, but there no, is not, not at all. Like I sang the high vocals <laughs> yes. and you sang the low vocals. And we had that set up as like, that's like the harmony and stuff now, but yeah. that was like completely down. And like, we almost completely re rewrote some of this stuff. When we that practiced way. it, like, yeah. Like Someone, as the world burns, we have like a fast punk version of absolutely. that now, kind yeah. of a thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, that, like I said, this is a tough decision though. But so, past falling apart, though, yes. I think uh, that the this song has by far one of my favorite interludes that we've ever written. Mm-hmm. I that vo- vocally. And just the dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. and just whenever you kick in with the my heart sings yeah. into a buggy, I would just like this fucking rocks and it's so good. I know where the buggy marsh is from. Yes, it's from Lump. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I, I just stole the buggy marsh from Lump. I was you like, I, from I like that. <laughs> but it's I, just like it's such a perfect culmination. Parts of that yeah. of that song remind me of. uh I don't know. Like it makes me feel like we took like the best of a lot of our favorite genres and kind of blended them together so well. Like it has such a good classic alt rock feel in the sense of something like presidents, you know, Mm -hmm. might be able to hear them play this. It reminds me very reminiscent of toadies in a lot of aspects of this too as well. But I mean, like I, I, I adore this song and that's that, that part of that song is probably my favorite part of all of it. And this was a song early on. I remember deciding to let, to let whatever that means uh to to give to as for the rest of us mm-hmm. this is on my original layout of the okay for oklahoma album that i never recorded solo yeah. uh that was in between bands you and i and uh eventually that album will come out uh i still play this song to this day at every uh can't get red show uh-huh. uh there's a whole uh there's a bunch of like thomas has written leads throughout it now so mm-hmm. like it's got some pretty like the structure's still there, but the leads are within it, like painted within it. Uh, so it's it's even kind of even bigger now with all those things. It would be interesting to see it kind of fully recorded with full band drums coming into it with the leads with everything. And plus, I'm a stronger vocalist now, so mm-hmm. that kind of helps. 
uh, there's some harmonies that are in the verses of Past Falling Apart that are just like spot on. I know that you talk about our harmonies getting better later on. Yeah. But some of the like you did tales with me on the end of verses. Uh-huh. And they're just like they're perfect. Like every time like yeah. that kind of stuff is yes. just like, whoo, chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. Um, what you got? Dude, I don't know, man. This is, like I said, it's really hard for me because I really do like both of them. But yeah. honestly, part of me, I think, likes Past Falling Apart a little bit more than oh, Wish shit. I Was. I'm on Wish I Was. You were? Yeah. So we have to do the tiebreaker. I think we need a tiebreaker. Okay. For we have now come to the decision uh, that is probably the most diplomatic. Um, best, <laughs> best two out of three. Rock, paper, scissors, live on mic. Absolutely. That way you, you can, can hear, hear the, the hand smack. So we do rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and I then go send the, yeah. it out on shoot kind of yeah, a thing? on shoot. Okay. Here we go. Best two out of three. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah. Oh, round another uh, one's Let's, me. I mean, yeah. That was paper yep. to rock. I won. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. One and one. This is it. This is it. <laughs> rock, crushed, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Past falling apart advances. <laughs> wow. All right. That was intense. All right. Took it camping. That was. All right. The next round, uh, we're moving down a scotch round four. <laughs> I just see the gap because we went past the eats the clouds. That's right. Yes. Uh, the next one is Die Someday. Mm-hmm. Versus Promised Land. Then I said, God damn, it's the promised land. I guess I'll keep on moving down the road. Don't think that you'll ever stop, because you're a full-blown addict to the crosshairs. Well, inside you'll die, but now ain't that a lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, promised Land. <laughs> so die someday uh is our mandolin driven song it's our first uh yes. mandolin song i will say now going back and re-listening to this song yes um i have a lot more affection for it than i probably did back in the day yeah not that i would write it off kind of boring back in the day it is a little bit more boring this it's is a very chord. this is a very dwight yokum song not that dwight yokum's <laughs> boring i just meant like this is as folk as it gets you know what i mean yeah for sure kind oh yeah of, like yeah, yeah. to a t this is this is like did we write this song pre-52 like is this pre-2014 Yes, it was. It was yeah. part of like our original setup. I couldn't remember. It was, how this but one I don't fits think it actually whenever we were about to record it, because I didn't really have much in the way of drums and I still don't have much in the way of yeah. drums for it. But at the same time, I mean, it didn't really get completed didn't need a lot until okay. it was about ready to be recorded. I see. That was when we kind of you incorporated the tambourine mixed in yeah. with the rest of the kit and stuff like that. Because it was always a mandolin song. Yes. From the beginning. I think when you had this wrote before we even did anything. Kind gotcha. Of thing. Okay. And you had played it for me as just a mandolin song and yeah. sang. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then Promised Land is, uh, I think, one of those songs that 
has kind of an epic kind of feel to it. And I I, I might overuse the word epic throughout this, um, but okay. it's kind of got this like vibe of a it's a storytelling song. Yes, absolutely. Like, and it's not a, a trade off steeped in lore. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's not it's our I think it's our first like featuring you as a main vocalist. Absolutely. Um, and you handle all of the verses. And uh, and then the choruses, and then I do the choruses, and then we do we kind of end the choruses together with a yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah two part harmony. Uh, but yeah, this has like a just a really cool kind of backwoodsy kind of country vibe mm-hmm. to it that I some I would some liked. would say that my vocals I have heard sound like a a dirty southern metal version of James Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And I was just like, I guess that's okay. <laughs> I remember uh, being very nervous about the opening line, like three words in me and goddamn at yeah. the time of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and very relieved that you were singing it instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, now, every, every listen that this song gets, I get one step closer to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't mind now, but like at that point in time, I think... It, I was a little bit apprehensive about putting myself out there and, uh, and you just kind of leaning right into it. I was like, cool. That I mean, like it was all of the, it made the song even better. I think it was one of those times where cursing made the song. It kind of makes it. it perks up your ears and makes you want to hear what else yes. is going on whenever you say, and I said, God damn it. This is a promise land. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like um, the, from the get, like that, that lyrically, I know we'll probably talk a little bit more about yeah. the lyrics into it later on down the road anyways but and stuff. But whenever you hear, you know, the first you. thing it's you're just hearing, God damn, if this is the promised land, then I'm going to keep on moving down the road. <laughs> like, you're just like, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're just kind of like, I want to know more now. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is also where the, uh, this isn't where the title of the band comes from. But the title of the band is inserted into the song. We did a thing that people do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, did Prince I've, ever say Prince in a song? I don't know. <laughs> um, a lot of times, I guess it's the other way around, though. You write a song and they're like, I really like that phrasing of words. That's the title of something. Yeah. We went and said. Especially for like albums and stuff yeah. like that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Instead, it was like, well, we got to fit as for the rest of us in the middle of something. So as, as for the rest of us, we're going to all fall down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner, promised land, land. moving on. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, uh, this is it. The fifth and final round for this episode. That's We're right. We're already at the end of an episode. It feels weird. <laughs> How long have we been going? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so we've got sleeping giants. And I've seen sleeping giants. Versus Earthlings. You're the one of a kind that I follow with my mind. Take two steps back and try to speak with the shortness of breath. This is where it all began. 
Sleeping Giants. <laughs> That's what I gotta say about Earthlings. It's such a it's such a hippie, fantastic lyric, like uh, written riff. Sleeping like, Giants I, or Earthlings? Earthlings. I don't know why. <laughs> I was always let's let's skip to Earthlings first then because we're going out of order. But I like this. Um, <laughs> Earthlings, I was so afraid that someone was going to go, this is a Led Zeppelin riff off. Because that's exactly what I was trying to do, was write uh, a Led Zeppelin song, uh, but like folky. And then in, in the, uh, the chorus of this song, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken, I tried to do the best that I could to high vocal imitate Vaden. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. Absolutely. You were... You were I don't at that time, uh, and I might be wrong, but I don't think you had quite found your vocal voice. Absolutely not. And so you were trying out everybody's vocal voice. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can do this voice. I don't I think I really this. got to my own personal vocals of my own voice until we got to probably Blood Summer. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> because everything else was like, I'm playing, I'm harmonizing with you, but I'm trying to play off of your own voice. So I'm yeah. kind of almost trying to imitate you in a way whenever uh-huh. I'm trying to do harmonies in the first place. Yeah. And I guess, did Promised Land come before Blood Summer? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know if that's how it went in the in the thing. I feel like Blood Summer came first. I feel like actually. Blood Summer came first too. Yeah, I, I agree because I feel like whenever by the time because we held Blood Summer for a long time yeah. in this recording, and I feel like Promised Land, definitely at that point in time, I was obviously a lot more comfortable. Yeah. vocally, just oh, yeah. trying to do whatever I could and stuff, especially Absolutely. getting a little gritty with it. Yeah, uh, I I never liked Earthlings. When we wrote it, when we recorded it, anything like that. Coming back to it, I like it more. I will play this song from time to time live. Yeah. Um, but it's it still never became one of my like favorite songs, I don't think. Yeah. So then Sleeping Giants, mm-hmm. uh, it's a weird song. I love it. It's uh it's got this like just whole kind of talk about a a kind of uh a daisical kind of mm-hmm. vibe. Like this is kind of just like this is out ding, there and stuff. Ding, ding. This is the song. This is the song that plays when you enter the dreaming. <laughs> yes, and uh, and like your low vocals, like with this, and like I see, like just kind of yeah, doing like the booty really lows, yeah, yeah. kind of like highlighting all of the vocal lines because I think it's almost the entire song you do that right. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, for, especially I think you emphasized it a little bit more in the recording, especially whenever I do the body part. Mm-hmm. What yes. was that one? You know what I'm talking Your about? Your body is aching. Yeah, because you can hear me do that. Your body yeah. is aching. Yeah, yes. you can hear it like a little bit deeper tones hitting in there, a little yeah. bit punched a little bit more. This um, is a good head to head because they're both equally like weird and not like not the absolute songs. favorites and stuff yeah. like that. I really, out of everything, because I, I, I love both of the choruses, I think I like Sleeping Giants just a smidge more. I agree. Yeah, I, I love the chorus of that song. And it's like I said, it's a very a, as moody as it is and stuff. It's a very almost kind of sweet song in yeah. a way, too. Kind of, you know, yeah. almost it's not lovey, really, because it yeah. doesn't really have much to do with that. But it kind of sounds like it's meant to be. Yeah, that's uh, true. It's like the only love song. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we get into a lot of love songs later. But as of right now, it's been a lot of uh, drinking and struggling with shit and all that. So. Yeah. So when we come back to this bracket, we're going to have As the World Burns versus Toby Took. We're going to have Speakeasy versus Past Falling Apart. We're going to have It Eats the Clouds versus Promised Land. And we're going to have Sleeping Giants versus Hell in a Handbasket. That seems like a no-brainer, but we're going to talk about (laughs) it anyways. Next time on As for the Best of Us. (laughs) 
I have NZ production.